Welcome to this week's edition of In the Loop, a weekly podcast on the activities of the Washington State Senate Democrats. I'm Mackenzie Landis, filling in for Allison Dempsey-Hall. The Washington State Senate started off with what would be a historic week by discussing the reform package before the Senate Ways and Means Committee on what was dubbed Reform Day. Ian Cope reports. Reports from JLARC and the State Auditor are seen as valuable tools in eliminating waste and abuse in state government. Charged with examining those reports is Senator Nick Harper, who has worked with Senator Jim Hargrove to ensure that the work of those agencies is not wasted. Both of these bodies provide a tremendous amount of transparency, both for the legislature and for the general public, to understand how the legislature and how state government and its agencies are performing, most of which we have taken under advisement and enacted in one form or another. In fact, 90% of J. Larkin auditor recommendations have been put into practice. Hargrove says that high number is not a reason to stop scouring government for savings. It still doesn't mean that there aren't things we really need to do because the future by any are just as much in jeopardy. And if we don't make some of those tough decisions this time, we're going to be back in the same problem here next biennia too. In addition to looking for savings in agency reports, Hargrove and Harper have assembled a list of reforms and corrections, education, and other areas of state government that will be examined by the legislature in the coming weeks. While they may not provide a silver bullet to erase the state's current budget shortfall, those reforms could save hundreds of millions of dollars in future budgets. Reporting from Olympia, I'm Ian Cope. Many of the reform bills received committee approval this week, allowing them to move to other committees for passage and possible consideration on the Senate floor. Week 4 of the 2012 session also saw the approval of the boundaries for the state, legislative, and congressional districts for the next decade. Senate Majority Leader Lisa Brown says the big story was the lack of controversy that had plagued other states' efforts in redistricting. The real news here is there's not much news. Unlike um, my neighboring, our neighboring state of Idaho, which had to send their plan to the courts, in this case, both sides work together and come up with a plan that they can agree to. The redistricting plan passed on a 44-4 to 4 vote. However, the most talked about point of the week and session came on Wednesday when the Senate debated and then approved Senate Bill 6239 recognizing marriage equality. All but guaranteed of passage with 25 confirmed votes, supporters padded their advantage just before floor debate with the announcement that Senator Brian Hatfield would vote for the bill. As private citizens, People are able to have that opinion, uh, but as legislators, our no vote on this issue would be seen as, as and interpreted as loving my fellow man or woman less based on their sexual orientation and interpreted as an act of discrimination by so many people, and that's just something I cannot do. And so while I'm ultimately voting yes, uh, I'm, I'm not certainly not celebrating this vote. It's something I've struggled with uh, since prior to session, knowing it was coming. And now I'm just, uh, again, still conflicted after the vote, but looking forward to uh, getting back to work on, on job creation, uh, on, on a balanced budget, um, and, and bills that are going to you know, help not just, uh, not just bring, bring recovery to, to southwest Washington, but to, to the entire state. Uh, I think we can do that. I think there's still plenty of time, but um, it's time to move on. Then it was on to the Senate floor with a historic debate and eventual vote to make Washington the seventh state to recognize marriage equality. Ian Cope reports. Mr. President, 28 yeas, 21 nays. Having received the question. Applause erupted from the galleries of the Senate chambers on Wednesday night as a bipartisan majority approved Senate Bill 6239, recognizing marriage equality. Crime sponsor Senator Ed Murray has waited 17 years for this day. We, like you, seek the chance 
to live our lives, to experience joy, to care for our families, to contribute to our communities and to the nation we love. That is why we ask you to support this bill. The wait was also long for Senator Kevin Ranker, who spoke of the trials he and his family faced after his father came out. Today I am proud. I am proud to stand on the right side of history. I am proud to fully support marriage equality, but mostly, Mr. President, I'm proud of my father. The bill is expected to easily pass the House of Representatives and then receive the signature of Governor Chris Gregoire, making Washington the seventh state in the nation to recognize marriage as a union blind to gender. Reporting from Olympia, I'm Ian Cope. One of the lasting memories of the night was the civility of the debate, which pleased Senate Majority Leader Lisa Brown. I was very pleased with how everyone in the Senate on both sides of the issue conducted the debate. thought it was very respectful and... Um, certainly a testament to our kind of Washington values, I think, that, that people were so respectful of each other as they went through what is a very uh, difficult and heartfelt issue for almost everybody. With the policy cutoff on Friday and revenue forecasts expected later that month, all eyes will be on the supplemental budget for the 2011 to 2013 biennial budget. That's all for this week's edition of In the Loop. For current updates, visit us at www.sdc.wa.gov and follow us on Twitter at Wa Senate Democrats.